Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, big paydays out in St. Louis. Stay tuned. Season four, episode five of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw joining you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Tuesday afternoon? I'm surviving. How are you? I'm doing great. That's awesome. Except for my mouth kind of hurts. From what? Went to the dentist today. Oh yeah, that's right. It's yeah, it, happened. It's been a little while. Um, you know, it's been a while. A couple of times it was, you know, I was doing something the day that I needed to get in for my my checkup and cleaning, and then. COVID happened and it just kind of got pushed down the road a little bit. Went back in today and ow. Yeah, a little bit of pain when uh, you go back in for the first time in a little bit. So go back tomorrow because I was a bad boy. I had had a cavity. So yeah, it's been a while for me too. And I know, I already know I have one in the back of my (laughs) my mouth. Like I can tell it's there. Uh And I'm just, I'm not not quite ready. See, this is when you realize what being a grown up is. Um, I'm still not there, but this doctor's appointments, oil changes, all that. It's like, I'll just, I'll just push it back. Yes. You know, I'm busy. I'll push it back. But it's like, no, you can't do that. No. Because uh, that's when you get yourself in trouble. So, oh, yeah. I'm feeling that. Anyways, on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, going to be talking just a freaking magnitude of news. We have so much news to talk about today. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, going to be talking about the St. Louis Blues a little bit. I know this is a Bulls broadcast show, but uh, surprise, surprise, there actually is no news, especially when it comes to our Tampa Bay Lightning. But the St. Louis Blues, they like to give the bag to everyone over there. Uh, maybe we should head over there. Maybe they'll give us the bag. But regardless, it's going to be a good show. Might be a little shorter for you. But we did. we are doing this on Tuesday because we are actually going out of town tomorrow for a bachelor party. We are. It'll be fun. It'll be all right. Yeah. Couple, couple drinky poos. Yeah, missing on on a free Tigers game on on Wednesday for it, but it's all right. Do the Tigers have a win this year? Or? Yeah, like six. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some of the breaking news. We'll start with Andre Pilat. He's selling his Tampa Bay house. Shocker. The biggest news. thought. Yeah, the biggest news of the offseason. Um, don't know else to talk about Tampa Lightning base, so this is kind of Tampa Lightning. Uh, Andre Pilat used to play here, and now he's selling his house because he doesn't play here anymore. It's a crazy concept, isn't it? That is wild. Um, 
I was going to say, like, why doesn't he just keep it as a vacation home? Tampa's a nice area. I'd rather have the potentially millions of dollars for the house. That's a fair point, Personally. too. <laughs> as, you can get a vacation home when you're retired, right? You can get a, If you want one, now you can go get a vacation condo for way cheaper right now. That's probably fair. But Florida, you know, still a little expensive. A little expensive. Yes, it is. Not super expensive, but. Yes, it is. All right, let's talk about football now. <laughs> That's basically all the news we got when it comes to the Tampa Bay Lightning and, uh, you know, big breaking NHL news. We got a couple more things to talk about NHL-related after the commercial break, including the St. Louis Blues. Um, we also have a brand-new captain in the league that we'll talk about as well. Oh, so yeah, I forgot to put that on there, didn't I? We'll get into that uh, after the commercial break. But we are going to talk about football real quick. So uh, if you're excited about football, stay tuned. If not, stay tuned. Uh, feel free to go nope, to the commercial nope, break. Nope, stay tuned because we're great. That too. Uh, wild week one. Yes. Very wild week one. Uh, over at the WNP podcast, we do our pickums, we have locks, all of that. And uh, we had five people make locks this week. Only one person got their lock right. And it was the obvious Ravens over Jets. Yeah, I mean, if I want, as I, I've said this like six times now, if I wanted to pick a Mickey Mouse lock, I would pick the Ravens Jets game as well. The only one that didn't really pick a lock that didn't seem like it was a for sure lock was you. Yeah, you took the Patriots over the Dolphins. Um, didn't pan out, but Graham he took the Broncos over the Seahawks. That seemed like a solid lock. We got the 49ers over the Bears from Garrett. Seemed like a solid lock, and then I took my Cincinnati Bengals over the Steelers. Seemed like a lock that I thought for sure was going to hit, and all of those not the case. Yeah, it was it was definitely tough. It was, it was a couple surprising games in there. Uh, we do our weekly picks on the WNP podcast, and it was not a good week for Chase in terms of picks. You know, I was I, I like to try to account for a couple upsets because there's always a couple upsets per week, and I just happen to account for the wrong ones yeah. to happen. Uh, so it really really bit me in the ass. But it was it was an entertaining week for uh, football for the first week. There was. It wasn't like it was anything super crazy, I don't think. You know, like a couple of games were really good. The Lions game that went to was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but there there was also some just kind of whatever games, too. Yeah, last night's game was kind of eh. I'm so happy that it was like that, though, because Monday Night Football can sometimes go to 11.30, 11.45. That game was done by, like, 11, 10, like, or so. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, like, I was just sweet. I got to get up here in six hours. I can, I can actually go lay down and try to get to sleep now. Yeah, for sure. And, um... I, in my preseason predictions, I had Russell Wilson winning the MVP, uh, Nathaniel Hackett being a Coach of the Year candidate. Would you like to backtrack? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're definitely going to have to do some reevaluation over on the WNP podcast if you want to hear about the Broncos and uh, a bunch of other teams. We're going to be reevaluating. Make sure to do that. But last night's last minute was the biggest yikes I've seen in coaching, and I watched Brandon Staley coach against the Raiders last year in Week 18. You've also just watched Anthony Lynn coach football game in general, too. It's, it's, wow, I didn't think something yes. could be so bad. It was, it, it was, it was different, especially when you have two timeouts. You trade. You had three pay. at the time. Was it three at the time? Yeah. So you had three timeouts at the time. You trade, you trade and pay for a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, paying millions and millions and millions of dollars. And you've got a minute 10 on the clock. Um, you know, I remember they ran one play before they went for the field goal at that minute ten point, and you're just like, nah, we're not going to push the ball downfield. We're going to run the ball. Um, we're going to set up for the sixty four yard field goal, which would be a career high for a kicker when we have three timeouts. We have an efficient quarterback who can throw seven yards 
down the field three times and, yeah. and make it a 40 yarder. Also, you are not in mile high. No. So I don't, I don't know if there was thought of that. Uh, but I don't know if you were watching the Manning cast. We were over at Johnny's. Peyton was going crazy. Like, it was about 55 seconds. Um, you know, clock's counting down. At about the 55-second mark, he's like, all right, I'll probably take a timeout here. You know, there's three timeouts, plenty of uh, time. Really think this over. It's fourth and four, fourth and five, whatever it was. Uh, really think this one over. And he's, he just kept doing the timeout thing with his hand. Just was not coming. <laughs> and so... It gets down to like 15 seconds on the play clock. Manning is freaking out at this point. The game clock, I think, is down to like 35 seconds. He's like, uh, maybe they're going to try to draw him off sides. That's, that's got to be what it is, right? And they see like the team start going up to the line. Cortland Sutton looks confused. Eli Manning pointed that out. He's like, I, I don't think Sutton knows what he's doing. And with two seconds left, Russ calls a timeout. And just the pure stress and disgust on both Manning brothers faces was classic. It's one you're going to have to watch, uh, look at the clip on Twitter because it's phenomenal. And I mean, that's where I just think, where's the coaching at? You know, there wasn't any clock management is supposed to be their job. I don't remember who said it, but I think it was on the broadcast. I wasn't, I was kind of working. So I didn't have the volume on like really much. So I wasn't really sort of paying attention, but I I saw someone tweet somewhere like that. Um, some, some NFL reports, it could have been, um, like it was, it was probably the, like the ESPN crew, um. So whoever was said that well, they're lining up to kick, and then the guy just said kicking what because he couldn't believe they're mm-hmm. <laughs> for a field goal. Yeah, it just it just it, it makes no sense. I mean that's crazy too. Even after the timeout, you still have twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. It's fourth and five, fourth and four, whatever. I think it was fourth and five, but people kept saying fourth and four online. Regardless, uh, you're on the forty-seven yard line. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You have plenty of time. You have two timeouts left. So go for it. Like, yeah, it's the game right there, but would you rather have the game in the hands of the quarterback you just paid multi-hundred millions of dollars, or would you rather have it on the leg of Brandon McManus? McManus, obviously. Oh, yeah, true. But to circle back to the, I didn't realize it was three timeouts that they left at that, t- at that point. So if you don't run the ball, if you throw the ball and you get the first down, then great. If you don't get the first down, then the clock stops anyway. You still have three timeouts, so it makes no sense to not throw the ball there. And if you don't get it and you want to kick the field goal, I guess that's fine because then you have three timeouts. But when you have two timeouts and you let the clock run out, it makes no sense. Literally, it, it, there's no way to rationalize it. And if they don't hack it, he doubled down after the game saying, I didn't even think about going for there. I thought about field goal the whole time. It's like, oh, how, what? How do, you, how do you not like think about that situation? Also, the fact that they missed it, so there's what maybe 17 seconds left on the clock when yeah. the Seahawks got the ball back. Then he started using timeouts when it literally makes no difference; it yep. just wastes people time. Yep, all did all did was um, add negative rushing yards stats for Jalen Smith. It was literally, literally all did. It was the most annoying thing I've ever seen. Uh, my cousin Landon, he's a big Raiders fan, so he was absolutely thrilled with the outcome. But him and I were talking about like. This is worse than Brandon Saley in overtime of Week 18 last year, and really the whole game because they they struggled big time last year. So, uh, just an absolute nightmare there. Uh, we can talk about the Bucks because you know yeah. Tampa show they did well. They beat the Cowboys. Julio Jones looks good. Julio looks great, and then I say they did well enough. It wasn't like they played some fantastic football game. It was, yeah, it was kind of a snooze of a game for a while, but eventually they get they got in the end zone. 
Uh, we watched Dak get hurt in the game. The Cowboys were the only team not to score a touchdown this week. Yep. But as a whole, I mean, yeah, the, the Bucks look yet again solid. Um, Vita Vea's name wasn't mentioned a whole lot in the game. That's something that you hope you wouldn't hear a little more. But there, there's good signs for optimism going forward, that's for sure. I mean, it, it's obviously a super talented team when you got Tom Brady at the helm. It helps quite a bit. Yeah, Chris Godwin, he's going to be out for a couple more weeks now with a uh, a strain in his thigh. Yeah. Something, something like that. that. So that's a little bit tough, but for someone who has Mike Evans, Julio Jones, and Chris Godwin all on the same fantasy team, uh, I think that just makes Julio and Mike Evans viable because Julio got 10 last uh, this past week with Chris Godwin in the lineup. So yeah. uh, if Julio Jones and Mike Evans can be that dynamic duo that we saw Godwin and Evans be the past two years, then I would love to see it. I agree. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, but on the other side of the commercial break, going to be talking some NHL news, big contracts out in St. Louis, uh, whether we think it's worth it or not, all that and more right after this. The NFL's opening week was action-packed, and it's just getting started. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age, eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of fantasy football podcasts to get ready for the season, and it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips, For perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. The easy earbud tap functions and noise isolation for the gym are perfect. Raycons are my first wireless earbuds, and I would highly recommend them. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Any sports betting needs, including this week's week two of the NFL season, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. And if you're on the road and need to listen some other way, you can't play it out on the train or something, go get you some Raycons. It's a nice, easy, affordable way to go. All right, Chase, let's talk about the St. Louis Blues as they hand Jordan Cairo an extension. We saw them lock up Rob Thomas earlier in the offseason. Big payday for him. Now Cairo gets his big payday. 
Yeah, so after you get the lead singer in Matchbox 20, you might as well go get one of your better forwards as well. I don't even if you know, know Rob Thomas is the singer. Yeah, I do. Okay, uh, you're, a, you're a little different. Who knows? Oh, I don't know. If we had some younger fans, they might not even know because it's not like he's old. He's just like, he hasn't really been in the limelight anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, uh, Jordan Cairo, eight-year, $65 million deal worth an 8.125 average. It's probably fair. I mean, he's a very talented hockey player, and the numbers, I think, back this up pretty well. If the cap grows, kind of like how the same this worked out with the Robert Thomas deal, the cap grows. It'll end up being perfectly fine. If the cap doesn't grow, it's going to make it for a, a tight cap crunch down the road. But mm-hmm. this is about what I think you would get anywhere else. Yeah. It's a good deal for him and the St. Louis Blues. Um, I just find it surprising that St. Louis is giving as much money as they are. I mean, when Vladimir Tarasenko was up for his extension a couple of years back, uh, I thought he'd be around this mark. They got him at just around $6 million and uh, didn't pay as much. So seeing these two guys both go quite a bit over that is was a little shocking to me, a little eye-opening, I guess. It's a little surprising, but good for them. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Jim Nill. He gets an extension. Yeah, Jim Nill got a one-year extension. Uh, if you do not know who Jim Nell is, he is the, excuse me, he is the general manager of the Dallas Stars. Not going to lie. I would have told him there's no damn way you're getting your contract extension until you give us our most valuable player back on the ice because right now Jason Robertson's still sitting there without a contract in hand. He has his QL. He can go play for, you know, a million dollars a year, but he's not going to do that because he's not worth it. He's he's worth more than the recent signings that we've seen. Like, he's worth he's worth, worth more than Jordan Cairo is. Like, there's just, there's not a debate there. He, he 1,000% is. So, rightfully so. Go out, wait, wait for your money. I mean, if he doesn't get at least $9 million a year, then he might as well just chill. And right now, it does not seem like they're even close to figuring something out. So hopefully they do soon, because I want to see Jason Robertson on the ice. I've been a huge fan of his since his days in junior. But it's just, it's a little annoying that the Sarge are like, you know what? You're doing a really good job in this holdout with our best player. Why don't we just bring you on for another year? Yeah, and you mentioned how the Tim Stutzla deal, that's going to help Jason Robertson a lot. Uh, Money-wise, it definitely looks great for him, but if they can't get it done, then obviously that's not what we're looking for. Yep. Uh, but let's stick with the Robertsons as Nick Robertson gets announced as the captain for the Montreal Canadiens. No, he did not. Uh, not Nick Robertson. It was Nick, Nick Suzuki. And there we go. Yes. Nick Suzuki was named captain of the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, kind of surprised. I, I probably, like I'm not in the room, so it, you, you don't know, but. Outside looking in, I think I would have just opted to wait another year, let things play out, and see if, you know, maybe someone subs a little more of the organization, see if someone new comes in. Um, I'm sure Suzuki's deserving enough of, you know, having that leadership role, but I was just a little surprised to see him named captain. But good for him. Um, it's quite an honor being able to be captain of a historical franchise like that. The original six team, the winningest team in national history in terms of Stanley Cups, a very iconic place to play. Good for him. Yeah, 31st captain in the Habs history. Um, Suzuki, part of the young core with the likes of Cole Caulfield and uh, Kirby Doc now. So stop. <laughs> you could have just stopped the young core there at, at, at Cole Caulfield. You could have said you're a Sofkovsky. Can't say Alexander Romanov anymore. Kirby Doc. Kirby Doc. Kirby. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. So uh, that's the Montreal Canadiens' new captain. And as they rolled him out, they rolled out the new ad on their jersey as well. Did, Chase, you, did you love that. You, did you see him? I'm looking at it right now, the RBC ad. Dude, it kills the jersey. That one legitimately kills the jersey. 
You have such a great historic classic jersey. I love the Canadians classic sweaters. Then you get this blue and yellow RBC logo. Just it's large randomly on the chest. That's yeah. one that I will notice on TV because it you can see how clearly that does not belong. Mm-hmm. It looks terrible. It's really angering. I just why why can't you do what what the other teams did and and just like like what like what Arizona did was perfect. No one's ever gonna notice it. It's great. Yep. Just every team should follow that 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 model. Team, like companies are still gonna pay for the advertisement slot. Like any any company is gonna gonna do the best they can to pay for that spot. So you can make it whatever size you want. Make it smaller. Don't make it look so big. It, it looks it looks dumb. It's it's driving me crazy. Yeah, the blue is not close to the Canadians blue. The yellow is an eyesore. The only thing that I think would be worse is a bigger square that was just bright yellow. Yeah. Because this this is bad. And um while looking at this, I can also see like the Capitals. Um they're at Arizona, like you said. And there's you know, I had a little gripe with the Capitals when we first talked about it because I thought it was a little large, but comparing the two, it's, it's not a, even close. It's not, it's, like, yeah, it's night and day. The Capitals look great with their Caesar Sportsbook. Yes, ad. they do. It's it's just it's disappointing. With that being said, though, I kind of want an option when I buy an actual jersey to buy one with or without the ad because like it'd be like it'd, it'd be if you get a, a one that looks really good on a jersey, it'd be cool to have the option. But most of them really don't so far, so I don't know how for it I am, but like. When you buy European jerseys, for example, I don't own any. Um, I, I've 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 shopped at a couple, but I've never bought any. Um, like those come with the ads on them because they they're just so they're such a staple of those European jerseys. So if if you're gonna you know have the ads on there, you should give an option for the the authentics to have the the ads and like the replicas. Maybe don't have the ads. I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? As, lo- as long as there's the option, because me personally, I don't think I'd ever want to buy one with an ad on it. Yeah. But uh, here you. You know, it is what it is. All right, hockey name of the day now. We've got, ooh, that's two U's. That is two U's. Goose Van Nass. Goose Van Nass. Nailed it. Van Nass. So Goose, I mean, you can also, really you can call him Gus, and it's really not going to be any difference. It has both um, spellings on Elite Prospects. But Goose, he is a 25-year-old Dutch forward, 6'3", 205 pounds, currently playing um, in the year, signed to play in the East Coast Hockey League this year. He played college hockey at Quinnipiac, so if the name sticks out at all, then that that's why he's played in the U.S. for, for quite a while. He played. He was, grew up in the Netherlands. Played over here. Um, played AAA hockey. Played in the USPHL. Went to the NCDC. Now playing NCAA. Now off to the East Coast. So quite a career development for him. Um, playing from a hockey minority country like that, an older player. He's definitely going to get looks for them um, internationally. He hasn't played there la- internationally for them the last few years. I'm assuming because he's just been in college. He, he hasn't like left to go play like those midseason tournaments. But I would assume that we're going to see him play some some tournaments going forward. So if you watch them ever, ever watch them lower level international hockey, be on the lookout. Does he honk on big plays? I, I have no he idea. He just goes huge, and then he just starts honking like a goose. I that's I, what I want to see. I, I don't. I'm going to guess no. He honks like a goose, and then does the uh, Svechnikov bird, uh, Sally. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Love to see that. All right, well that's going to do it with the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out, and giving it a listen. Chase, hit him in the outro. So always want to thank you for listening. You can go check us on Patreon, support us there. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While you're at, go follow WP on Twitter at WP Sports Pod. That's WP Sports Pod. Make sure you go to HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts on the network right there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever it's in, if you raise five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. We really appreciate it. Please don't forget to support our friends at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for stopping by. Talk to you next time.